If you're like me and you don't like resolutions, I mean, don't we all know by now they just set us up to fail? But you do like to be intentional about creating the life you want, you love goals, and you're all about personal growth, you are going to love today's episode. So welcome to another episode of Living a Nutritious Life. I'm your host, Carrie Glassman, and today we're diving deep into the world of personal growth with the master of mindset herself, my friend, Jennifer Grace. And it's New Year's week. Who better to chat with than Jennifer? Jennifer Grace is an acclaimed mindset coach, Hay House author, a sought-after keynote speaker, and corporate trainer. Her goal-oriented mindfulness approach has empowered leaders at top companies, including Facebook, Turner, and Prada. Jennifer's acclaimed 2019 TEDx talk, Why Mindfulness Should Be As Important As Math in Our School Systems, could not agree more, stems from her passion for youth education. Check out the show notes for Jen's full bio and more. In today's episode, Jennifer explains the power of having a word for the year to help us steer decisions towards peace, not chaos. Jennifer and I talk about our own words for the year too. You'll also learn how the simple act of reflection and how making a joy list is key versus resolutions in leading to personal transformation. So let's do this. Get ready to set your intentions and create space for joy in 2024. And don't forget, if you love today's podcast, please rate, review, and share. Jennifer Grace, I am so, so excited to be here with you. Happy, happy, healthy new year. Happy new year. I'm so excited to be here with you. This is the best way to kick off the new year. I mean, the best way, really. Is there any better way to start the new year than with the one and only Jennifer Grace? I don't think so, because as you know, I just did a little intro about you, but you know, for anybody that missed the intro or wants to hear more, <laughs> Jennifer Grace is really the master, I would say, of mindset and vision and just positive vibes mm-hmm. and all good energy. I mean, when I'm, whenever I am in your orbit, I always just feel better. You just have that ability to make people feel not only happy and positive, but really feel positive and happy about possibilities, about opportunities, about what their life could be. And it's really a gift that you have that you're able to do that, I think, in a such a short period of time with someone, um, but with so many different people. So I am so excited to share that with people today. Great. Uh, especially to kick off the new year. Can you share just a little bit in your own words, like your background, you know, where, like how you got into this incredible work that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. It's been January, 2024. I started in January, 2008. Wow. <laughs> Am I on my 16th year? That's, That's pretty, pretty crazy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And and it really started the year before I was just, you know, exiting my marriage, my work as a filmmaker um, and wanting something different, wanting something more. And I and I actually just took a course called the Clarity Catalyst as a student, and it set me off on this course of discovering coaching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you, you could get paid to do what 
what I've done my entire life. Just be a cheerleader and right. to motivate and inspire others. Like I know so many coaches that we work with, like they, they all say the same thing. I've been doing this my whole life. Now I get exactly. for it. I, I tell, I tell my students that too. I say when people say, well, I don't have any nutrition or wellness background. Can I become a nutrition and wellness coach? And I say, but you've probably been coaching. And then they'll say something like, you've been educating and you've been coaching. You're a parent. You've been coaching. <laughs> you just don't even know it. Yeah. Because it's like our field of fascination to talk mm -hmm. about wellness and, you know, all the things that are going to make people feel more balanced. And we're probably always giving suggestions. And so anyway, when I stumbled upon this world, it just, you know, I was so in excited to share what I was learning for myself as a student. And I just wanted everybody to have these, you know, it felt like a little magical secret toolbox of navigating through life with more peace and ease and clarity and direction. And so that was it. I just kind of took off ground running, head down, <laughs> no clue what I was doing and navigated myself to really just first and foremost, build a beautiful community and then grew that and was lucky enough to get published on Hay House and then even luckier to have a radio show sandwiched in between Wayne Dyer and Esther Hicks for many years. Wow. That, you those know, are some that, good those are some good bookends for you. <laughs> can you imagine like the first day of That's school? That's wild. I was wild. So, I was like throwing up in my mouth. I was so <laughs> out. Like these are my like godmother and godfather. Yeah, of, but like, it's amazing. They were just holding you up on both ends. I love that. I know. And so That's to wild. have you know, Esther in my ear before my show and Wayne in my ear after, it was just, it was, it was surreal. And that really took the Clarity Catalyst, the program that I had taken as a student and then gotten certified that came from Stanford University, like to the moon. And then there was no looking back from that moment, just bringing it worldwide. And then, you know, they passed the torch to me as the lead train, the trainer. And so under my direction, it's been translated into 10 different languages. It's in 10 different countries, Unbelievable. kids and teens and corporations. So it's just, it's been a wild, amazing ride. It's incredible. And I know you've touched so many lives, including many of our students' lives that I know that have gone through Clarity Catalyst and then your ongoing trainings as well. Yes. So I, I have seen, and I've been able to go through Clarity Catalyst myself with you. So, but I've been able to see you, uh, and not just from afar, but really up close, I've been able to see you yeah. touch so many lives. So mm. let's, let's touch some more lives here today. I want to help some more people here today. So we are beginning 2024 and 2023 was definitely a shaky year for a lot of people. Um, I think some things still probably feel very, very shaky for a lot of people. What do you do when you enter a new year? What do you do to set yourself up for personal growth, business success, happiness? I mean, We've talked about this before. You know, I'm not a big fan of resolutions. No. Um, I just think resolutions just set you up to fail. Yeah. So, and I think that you should always be thinking, I mean, I think it could be December 31st and you could say, how could I do better today? What could I do better today? You don't yeah. have to wait until January 1, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, even in terms of when I talk about eating empowered, I always say every single meal is a Monday morning. There's no waiting till Monday to start that, you know, that healthy eating plan. It's sort of the same thing with all all goals, which is why, again, I don't like resolutions. It really does set you up with that. I have to stick to this. And I really right. think it should be more about, you know, being intentional and 
improving the way you do things, but you have to have that vision. So anyway, though, the question is for you. <laughs> Enough about me and my, my not wanting to do resolutions, but I know we've had that convo and I know you don't like yes. resolutions either. So how do you help your students yeah. set themselves up with a clear vision and goals for a new year? The first thing I actually do in the beginning of the year is I, instead of look forward, I look back. Mm-hmm. And I do a year review for myself and mm-hmm. I get really honest mm-hmm. of what worked, what did not work, um, what I no longer am willing to tolerate. Mm-hmm. And I ask these hard questions, you know, where did I fall short without any judgment? Yeah. Just from a space of like, let's learn from our successes and let's learn from our mistakes. And yeah, that's so good. It's it like reflection. Good. I love the time. I love that time. I do a lot of that in December, that reflecting. Mm-hmm. But I like the way you put it and how you say, like, really look back the good, the bad, the ugly without judgment. Without judgment. And and just asking those questions. What worked? What didn't work? Where did I fall short? What am I no longer willing to tolerate? And from that kind of reflection work, it's like, okay, great. Now, resolutions, no, but what is my big vision for Mm -hmm. this year? I love to declare a word every year. Yeah, I love that too. Make that be my beacon for decision making. Mm -hmm. So say my word is peace. Mm-hmm. Now something comes in and I'm like, okay, is this a yes or no? And the question just comes down to, is this going to br- bring me peace or chaos? Mm-hmm. And let that word, you know, freedom, clarity, abundant, whatever it is, and and use that for my big decision-making throughout the year as well. I like to declare a word. I frame it. I put it up in my office so that I'm looking at it, so I'm connected to it. Mm-hmm. And I also like to get present again to the why that makes me cry. Hmm. Hmm. I want to. Okay. So one around the war, the word, the word itself becomes your North star for the year. Yes. Okay. And then, yes. and then let's talk about what you just said, the why behind the cry. Yeah. The why that makes me cry. And there's a lot of whys that make me cry. Um, you know, they've changed over the years, but I think I'm always sharing with my students to get present to why did you start this in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, like we get so caught up in the doing this and, and I've got to get my ROI and hit these numbers and book my clients. And we, we get detached from the original reason why we mm-hmm. entered the profession in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And when I get really connected with that, then the details just fall away. And there's a, there's a level of motivation and drive that comes from a space that's never in fear and scarcity. It's always connected to love, to my true passion. And that is the thing that really drives me the most. The why that makes me cry. That's such a, such a good way to think about that, really to get, to always come back to that, to come back to the mm-hmm. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I putting in this work? Why am I on this journey? Yeah. Yeah. Like this year, my why is about transformation through laughter. 
I really like that. And that resonates yeah. with me too. So my word, I have picked, I picked a word already. I already mentioned it in a few places here, but I'll, I'll share it, share it now here with you. Yeah. Um, my why is joy. Just want to have, I need to have more fun. Right. And we know when you're living in a place of joy and having fun and in, and enjoying, because no matter how much crap there is going on, you can always find some joy. I do really believe when you can zone in on that, that is when you can find, even if there is other crap going on, that's yep. when that's when you can find solutions to that stuff. And that's when you can improve upon everything else. But you do have to have, you got to have that, that joy and that fun. Yeah. And I want to tell you, when I did your conference, I got mm -hmm. really clear about my why for the next year. And I was so lit up by being in your presence, the presence of your team, your community. Oh, I love that. Students, like, you know, it had been a while because we were all, you know, on the Zoomity Zoom Zoom all the time that I, yes, I'd been running retreats, but mostly just teaching online. And it had been a while since I did a conference mm -hmm. and, it, you know, in the world of keynote and all of that stuff that I used to do all the time. And it just brought me back to such a passion of mine is the old passion of acting, right. And being on a stage, right. Community transformation. And I was in the midst of writing my one woman comedic stand-up show. And when I was there, I was talking to a friend that came by to see me. And I said, you know what? I was going to do like one night only in like LA, New York, San Francisco, you know, Colorado and Chicago. Right. And then I was like, no, I want to do this for conferences, this comedic keynote. I so, love it. And it by the way, you. and you're so good you at that. Your conference is where the idea was born. And so I've been editing it and ah, formulating it. it to be less just like a straight stand up and more for conferences, um, women's conferences, health conferences, whatever it is. I that love that. And just make people laugh. Yeah. I love it. And feel and cry a little and transform all the things like have it just be this incredible journey. And so I just wanted to thank you for that. And yesterday I just mentioned it to somebody and I booked um, I'm going to be flown is the first time I spoke about it uh, to Korea in June for what? entrepreneurial organization. And they want my comedic keynote. That is keynote. incredible. That is incredible. Congratulations. I absolutely love that. And I love that even if I played this little sliver of a, a sliver of, I mean, I'm just so happy that I was able to, you know, be a tiny part of like that coming to, you know, that manifesting itself. I love it. That's incredible. And to tie this in, it's like the why that makes me cry is community. The friendships that I saw that were created at your conference and the relationships and the love and the hugs and the tears. And like that to me is the why that makes me cry. And yes, I've built an amazing community online, but I love building community in person and to build community with comedy. I mean, come on. Amazing. No, nothing. And you did. You just shined. And for those of you that don't know what Jennifer is talking about, the conference that she's talking about, it is my annual Nutritious Life Masterclass. And the Nutritious Life Masterclass is for students and alum in my 
program where people become nutritious life master certified nutrition and wellness coaches. The program itself is called Become a Nutrition Coach. And again, you become nutritious life master certified as a nutrition and wellness coach. So anyway, that is the conference that Jennifer is referring to where, by the way, Jennifer, you just were in all your glory and you were so incredible. Because I was in my zone of genius because I was doing what I loved and I forgot how much I love that, Carrie, until I came to that conference. And the other thing that I have to say about this conference was that it was physically life-changing. The people that you had there, if you noticed, I was probably the only speaker that stayed for the entire time. I was like, (laughs) yeah, I love it. Person in that those speakers were beyond. And what I learned about menopause and my window and my panels, I just got my blood work done. I've released 11 pounds since your conference. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. I I didn't know any of this. I I love this. I was just supposed to be a speaker. Meanwhile, I got so much value from. Like I need to be there every single year. Oh my! Well, you're you're coming. You're coming again. You know what? You're 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 here. Two thousand twenty-four. You are you are there. We are booking you, girl, for your for your yeah. You've got your whole new one one woman stand up show. So we we need you back. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, it was it was like it brought the why that made me cry. It helped me create my vision. My word this year is magic. Amazing. Just for like, you know, we, we always have like, well, this is going to happen. Then this could happen. This could like, what about the, who knows what's going to happen? Like mm. having this, creating a space for magic to show up hmm. you know, That's that so it's good. not too detailed, right? Like giving space for the unknown and yeah. to dance inside that and to trust it and trust that magic appears when you're connected to the why that makes you cry. You're connected to your vision and you're doing what you love and you're surrounding yourself with a community that supports you, that's the formula for magic. And what's interesting, I think the magic part of that as an entrepreneur, I think that's what allows a lot of people to be entrepreneurs. And I know we, as uh, we're both entrepreneurs, so I think we have that ability to see that magic. And I think for people, even if you're not an entrepreneur, it's a good reminder like to, to, have room in your life for that magic. Because I think so many people don't like the unknown. They like to know every single thing they're doing. They like to be in control of every single thing they're doing. And I think one of the reasons for me, you're just reminding me of this. One of the reasons I've been able to be an entrepreneur is I actually love the unknown. I love the unknown because to me, it means that there's endless possibilities. If you know every single thing that's going to happen in your job over the next year and exactly, you know, everything from exactly what you're going to make to every single opportunity, to every single conference you're going to speak at, to every single thing. I mean, to me, then you also, there isn't room for that unknown opportunity. So yes, it might be a little more planned out and you might feel a little more secure, but like you said, there's no room for that magic. So there is a nice balance there. Absolutely. And I think, and and I think some of us probably have too much unknown. <laughs> I think <laughs> for many years, I probably lived in the area of too much unknown, but I can't, I do. I love that unknown. I love the unknown means possibility. And so the way you framed it as magic, mm-hmm. I think that that's a really positive way to look at it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good reminder for people 
that might not leave any room for magic mm. to sort of open up their mind and create some space in their life for that magic to appear. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to say about like the kind of going back to the, the resolutions or the intentions or goals or, you know, somebody said to me recently, I actually had this woman come and do a, she did a seminar during one of my retreats and mm-hmm. she spoke into setting things up for increments of a year. You know, we're like, well, in three months, I'm going to accomplish this. And then in six months, you know, it's like, what if we gave ourselves some space? And yes, there are goals that we need to hit and numbers that we need to hit and all those things. But especially when we're launching new businesses or we're starting into a, a new space for ourselves, you know, giving us breath and time for something to evolve organically and not in this like driving and striving and pushing and rushed way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll always, I'll say to a lot of my clients, like, listen, give yourself space. Have when you're first starting this business, it's okay to have a part-time income coming in. So you're not strangling yourself with fear of trying to make your brand new business, make the income that you need immediately. So what does it look like to look at life as in increments of a year? Hmm. And it's like, you don't, you know, I'm writing, I'm creating a whole Oracle deck. And at first I was like, well, I'll have it done in three months. No, I'm going to have that done in a year. I want to take a moment to tell you about our podcast sponsor, which I'm a super fan of. In today's fast-paced go, go, go world, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and lose focus, especially when you're trying to accomplish critical tasks that require a sharp mind. If you're looking for a way to support your brain health and stay on top of your game, if you know me at all, you know I'm always looking to do that. Well then, you want to know about Cognizant Citicoline. This nutrient helps support brain function and it plays a vital role in nourishing and protecting brain cells. Cognizant Citicoline can help support focus, memory, and attention, promote cognitive performance, and support overall brain health. It's also known for its ability to support brain energy and is backed by numerous studies that show its effectiveness. Whether you're a student, a busy professional, a multitasking parent, or anyone looking to optimize mental clarity and sharpness, adding Cognizant Citicoline to your daily routine can help you achieve those goals and support your brain for the future. It can be found in many different products, including chewables, gummies, beverages, and even cold brew coffee. Visit Cognizant.com for exactly where to find this ingredient, and don't forget to look for Cognizant on the label. So what does it look like to look at life as in increments of a year? Hmm. And it's like, you don't, you know, I'm writing, I'm creating a whole Oracle deck. And at first I was like, well, I'll have it done in three months. No, I'm going to have that done in a year. I want to do three conference. That'll be done in a year. It's an interesting perspective. It is. It's a little more like a breathing room as as opposed to this has to get done now, which means I have to get this much done tomorrow, which means the next week I have to have that much done. Yeah. You still have to probably to do, like you said, your Oracle deck, you have to plan when you're going to get that done, but there's room for putting it aside for a couple of weeks, going back to it that you said, because you've given yourself that breathing room of, like you said, the year. I think that's, that is, it's an interesting perspective. Yes. So what do you, I want to ask you about, because I know a lot of people have tough times with mindset. Um, and switching their mindset, whether they're in a negative place, whether they're 
always negative. That's just who they've been or whether they're um, in a funk. I think sometimes people have a really tough time just switching up that mindset. Or maybe yeah. maybe they're down on their luck. They feel like, wow, I've, you know, nothing is going right with my job and not or nothing's going right in relationships. And they just feel like it's one thing after the next, after the next. Yeah. How do you, when you're working with someone, how do you help someone flip that mindset? Because I, I think there's there's so much power behind mindset. Mm-hmm. And as you know, and maybe we can talk a little bit about this, there's so much real science behind it. This isn't just yeah you know, woo woo, change your mindset. Everything great will happen. You know, you'll manifest it all. I mean, there's actual real science behind that. Uh, so how, how do you help someone with that? Or what do you suggest for someone if they're kind of in that place? I mean, I do what I've always done is I'm always making sure I'm in what I like to call the conversation. Mm -hmm. What is that conversation? That conversation is a Michael Singer book on my bedside that I read you know, a few lines before or when I wake up in the morning, it's a gratitude journal. It's me listening to Esther Hicks while I'm driving or somebody that, you know, really inspires and motivates me. It's calling the friends that have the positive mindset that are in the conversation of transformation and moving themselves forward. Um, So it's the, it's the, podcast I'm listening to. It's the book on my bed. It's the conversations that I'm having. I'm always in the conversation of getting myself to that next level because it's so easy to go into the drift, Mm -hmm. especially if we're in the work and then we are not, or we have friends and family that are not up to taking themselves to the next level and they're stuck then we'll, you know, do what's called commiseration instead of us sharing what's new and good in our lives. Somebody will be complaining and we'll find the one area that we're not having luck in and we'll share that and we'll go down to where they are. Mm -hmm. So surrounding yourselves with people that are, have a very powerful mindset are in a good place in their lives, Mm -hmm. which doesn't mean you cut out your friends and family that aren't, but that you're, good and healthy boundaries of having just enough time with them that it's good, but that you have support groups and you're reading the books and you've got the podcast and you've got all the things surrounding you. Cause it's very easy to slip and mm-hmm. let that, you know, suffering mind take over. So it's, it's about staying in the conversation of personal development. Yeah. I like how you're saying that staying in the conversation, which essentially is doing the work just continuing to do the work. You remind me of something. Sign up for, you know, every five seconds, another course on the work. It means you source it for yourself. Right. You know, you reminded me of something that I've always done. I, I, I have lots of self help, self growth books in my, in my, you know, all over my apartment, Um, but always a couple next to my bed. And I always have a couple there. And I, I usually don't read many books like that front to back. I usually read a chapter here, then a chapter there. I usually don't, those types of books. I don't go from page one to the end. It's just how I read them. I kind of just flip them open. And anyway, it, it, it depends on which one it is. But anyway, I always keep a couple next to my bed. And if I'm just sort of feeling myself slip, like you mentioned, I will just open one up. I'll just open to any page. I'll just read a paragraph. And sometimes it just takes a paragraph to just sort of put me in motion on like on a different path. 
And that doesn't yeah. mean that all of a sudden I feel that everything's great in the world, but it means like, okay, all of a sudden I have enough of a mindset shift that I can go do one thing and it can be a totally simple thing. It'd be going for, it could be going for a walk or whatever, but at least it will set me sort of in motion in yes. a better direction versus kind of going down into that like negative yes. spiral. So, um, you reminded me of that. Like you said, you're doing, you're, you know, you're listening to the podcast, you're doing, you're doing all the things like that's, that's one, I think just very simple thing that I think anyone can do because it takes literally one minute, less than a minute. Yeah. Um, and, and it could be like could do folding it. laundry or when you're walking yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. And then I have the, the 10 things that bring me the most joy. You know, what are those 10 things? And those have changed over the years, you know, whether it's line dancing, pickleball, these are my latest and greatest going to a comedy well, show. You and you in Nashville, are you doing a lot of the line dancing? I am. <laughs> I, if you could see me line dancing, like full 16, you know, I spiritual love it. energy, I am plastered from the second I walk in till the second <laughs> I walk out, drenched with sweat. It's the best workout of my life. I'm coming to Nashville in March. I might have to do so some line dancing with you. Okay. So much, and when I play, play pickleball, I'm just giddy like a little teenager. You know, it's like what makes me just feel that joy. And I have a list and I make sure I do those things, you know, that I put them in my schedule. If we don't create time for it, we're not going to do it. But I think aside from putting it in, the sched in your schedule, which is also amazing and important, I think what you just said, you have your list of 10 things. And I yeah. think everybody can find 10 things. Right? Oh, yeah. Everybody can find 10 things because they can be tiny little things or they can be big things, but yeah. we can all find those 10 things. So I think everyone here, I'm going to do this. I haven't done this before, written down 10 things like that. I think everyone listening should write down 10 things that bring them joy and make sure to incorporate mm -hmm. one of them every day, right? But in some of them, yeah. you know, at least... Some, so then all of them can't be done every day, I'm sure, but incorporate them into your week and incorporate something every day into your life. Yes. 100%. That's so good. So, so, so good. These are so that like going to be so helpful for people. And I think sometimes people, again, don't realize the power of their mind and the power right. of changing that their mindset. And I mean, you know, we've talked, we've, we've talked, we've talked about this too before, and I know you've studied this too, but just neuroplasticity, like the brain, like the way you talk to yourself and the way you think and that like there's neural networks that are being created. But the coolest thing about the brain is the fact that it is neuroplastic and these neural networks continue to grow and change and reorganize throughout your entire life. So yeah. when you challenge yourself, right, to new experiences or new perspectives or new mindsets, you can actually form new neural connections and you can change the way you operate. You can change the way you think. You can change your MO. You can change the way you do things. Yeah. So, but you do have to take those initial steps yeah. to, to do that, which again is kind of back to what we were saying. It's back to doing the work. Yeah. And, and self-awareness, you know, just having a self-awareness, like what is my itty bitty shitty committee saying? I love that. I love you when know? you talk about, I love when you talk about your itty bitty shitty committee. Like what is, cause I think about that all the time. It's one of yeah. my, one of my favorite quotes of yours. Itty, what is the itty bitty shitty committee saying, Carrie? What are they yeah. saying? <laughs> Every yeah. once in a while I hear Jen's voice saying, Carrie, <laughs> what is that itty bitty shitty committee saying? And you better like, you know. Yeah. Smack it in the face. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and sometimes we just identify that with who we are. You know, that's just me. Like, actually, no, it's not you. Because we all came out, you know, I'm awesome. I'm talented. I'm fabulous. You know, and then somebody said something to us and somebody made fun of us and told us we were not good enough for society or teachers or parents or peers, well-meaning and not so well-meaning. And so we were not born like this, saying awful things to ourselves, you know? So it's like, okay, stop, pause. What are the voices saying in my head? That doesn't make me schizophrenic. It makes me totally normal. What is mm-hmm. the idiot committee, you know, saying? And then like, collapsing that? Like, is that true? Is that a story that was created when I was five? Is that what society has told me? You know, like what's my belief system and just taking that moment to just decollapse those voices and get back to the truth of who we are is so empowering. And that that's the work, you know? So true. So, Mm -hmm. so true. So good. I mean, we're talking about this in January, starting the new year, but these are things that we have to remember. This isn't just a January thing. This isn't just a, okay, I'm listening to this podcast. It's the first week of the new year and I'm going to get into that mindset and I'm going to listen to podcasts and I'm going to buy the three self-help books and keep them next to my bed. And I'm going to write my list of 10 things that bring me joy that Jen told me to, to write, you know, to write down. This is you got to continue to do it. You got to, you have to be consistent with this. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have crap days. You absolutely are. But just like when you're eating healthy, that doesn't mean you're never going to indulge. You're going to indulge and you should do that. Right. And having shitty days is part of life, but it's coming back to these new behaviors that hopefully these, these new, these new tools that will hopefully become behaviors. And integrating them slowly over time, you know, if this is like day one of all of it, you know, it's like, okay, now I'm going to integrate this one small thing and Mm -hmm. then week another small thing and, you know, and then building up the arsenal of having a practice. That's what it's about. It's creating a practice, a mindset practice, you know, a joy practice, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded others practice. And it doesn't all happen overnight, you know, an increment of a year. This could be your year of mindset that you work on it all year long. Yeah, it's so good. I love that year of mindset. So it actually just that you reminded me of something else throughout our conversation today. I was thinking about this with mindset. Again, for those people that are sort of, you know, naysayers to the mindset and like, ah, yeah, that's all that garbage. Because no, because there there are people out there that they're kind of so in that negative spiral that they're not really open to let's say the fact that they're they can rewire their brain yeah. they're they're not really open to the mindset shift so I, I always think of this example there was this uh study um i think it was like i don't know it was like 10 years ago but this is a good i always think this is a good example because many yeah. people know some many people understand like the placebo effect and they yeah. know that they take that they know they understand that and how that works yet they don't actually believe in sort of like a mindset and how that can shift the way, you know, shift uh, things that occur. Right. But they believe in sort of the, but they believe they understand the placebo effect. So this, this to me um, is just another interesting study that they, and I get, and I haven't looked at this in a while, but researchers, I believe gave two groups of people. I think you're going to find this super interesting. They gave two different groups of people milkshakes. Um, Half the people got milkshakes that they said, were, I hope I get this right, that they said were super indulgent 
and lots, you know, whatever, like I think like 600 or 1,000 calories or something like super, super indulgent. And the others, they said, oh yeah, they're not, this is not so, this is only, you know, X amount of calories. It's like a really healthy milkshake. And anyway, the ones that the people in the group that thought it was super indulgent, their ghrelin, their hunger hormone decreased because they're like, this is so indulgent. So they actually were like, felt like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm fuller. I've already like indulged. I'm, 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 I should be fuller. So their hunger hormone actually decreased. The people that thought it wasn't decadent, their hunger hormone didn't go down as much. And to me, that is just so fascinating that you're, mindset about what you think is in there. So forget about the physiological occurrence of how you're, you're actually physiologically feeling and, and the satiety that you're feeling your, the mindset actually affected the hunger hormones. That's amazing. I think, I always think that's, I think that's, Oh, I, I, I mean, of course, to me, I love, you know, the, the nutrition research and, and examples like this, but I think it's a good example for people that aren't sort of believers in the mindset and how mindset can so dramatically shift things. Yes. I mean, that is a phys- that is a psychological thing, right? That can actually have a physiological reaction, which is just, I think, really cool. And the other thing that I'll say to people is like, you know, notice what very successful people are doing. I love the book Tools of Titans. You know, the the Tim Ferriss that wrote the four hour work week, he interviewed over 200, you know, celebrities, billionaires, you know, legendary athletes, and 80% of them had a daily practice of mindfulness, meditation, and positive mindset work, 80% of them. And it's like, yeah, there's something here, guys, you know, it's like, look to who is succeeding in life how, you know, check the five people you spend the most time with, rate them from a one to 10 of positive mindset. Look at their lives. You know, it's like, we, we really are the, the five people. And we're not talking about just our friends, friends of choice. You know, it's not always family, but who do, who do we spend our time with? And I'm always interested in spending time with people, all sorts of people, but that that also way ahead of me. Right. Absolutely. And surround myself by them and, and to study what, what are they doing? What are their practices? And a lot of times it's this stuff right here that we're talking about. Right. I mean, it works. Like you just said, I love that example though, that you just gave that like 80% of those, of the people had some kind of a practice like this. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap this up with, so what are the few things that everyone listening here is going to do today? <laughs> right? So so create that word. What's your word for the year? Yeah. Write down your list of 10 things that bring you joy. Yep. What reflection. Look back. At do 20. your reflection. Look back. And I like yep. the way you said when you look back, we just let's just uh remind everyone what you the questions you said to ask when you look back. With no judgment are what worked? What didn't work? Um, where did I fall short? And what am I no longer willing to tolerate in this next upcoming year? Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. And everyone in the show notes, there will be an amazing offer for a program that Jen is 
doing very shortly. And then yep. also just where to find all of her incredible information and right. just more on more on the amazing Jennifer Grace. So check the show notes for all of that. But do you want to share anything where people can find you? Oh, and then I have one last important question for you. Tell me. <laughs> when it comes to living your most nutritious life, which I know you understand how all the pillars of a nutritious life connect. Yep. What is the one thing that you do to set your nutritious life in motion on a daily basis? I think it's from the moment I wake up and just being in a full state of gratitude of being alive in appreciation of all that I have, of the people that I have to love me, of the life that I get to lead, of the fact that I woke up that morning and having that mindset of appreciation. And then that just sets me up for the entire day. I appreciate the food that I eat, the people that I get to talk to, the laughs that I have, you know, just to be in a space of mindset of appreciation. So good. I mean, and there's so much research on gratitude itself too. Right? Yeah. yeah. So good. Thank you so much. Okay. So just if you want to share any last words about where people can find you or anything you want anyone to know, and that's all. Yeah. Jennifergrace.com or on Instagram, TikTok at the Jennifer Grace. Awesome. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Happy new year. Bye. 